Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You move Across the floor 
Greetings, greetings, how are we doing everyone? Brendan Farrell, Modern Soul Show, fourth year anniversary here on The Face Radio. Can you believe it? They still allow me to uh, <laughs> to be on the airwaves every other Tuesday. <laughs> Coming at you live from South West London, hope you're well. Big up to Tim Spurry on a wonderful Soulside show. Lots of stuff coming up this week to tell you about and a special guest that's going to be joining me a bit later on which I'll tell you all about. Now that was a good start, wasn't it? <laughs> they say um, how to tee up the, the wrong record twice. Do you know what? In four years, I've never done that. Here we go. <laughs> Had to start sometime, didn't it? <laughs> Woo! Show with Brendan Farrell. She said, Gary, you may not. 
Jerry Washington, don't waste my time. Before that, Cam Cameron, they say. And we started off the show this week. A rather slow down version, apparently, of <laughs> Harlem Shuffle by Bob and Earl. Bob and Earl. Uh, on vinyl, downloaded onto my laptop. So it may well be my uh, my download speed that's causing it to come, come out a little bit slower. But uh, yeah, all the same, still quite good. Right, how you doing, everyone? As I mentioned at uh, during the the first song, it's my fourth year anniversary here on the Face Radio, bringing you my modern soul show. Uh, it was actually four years back last Friday, I think it was the twenty sixth of January. So I thought, you know what, closest show, closest Tuesday to that date is today. So uh, yes, yeah, so four years ago, Curtis let me loose <laughs> on the airwaves. So you can blame him for having. Uh, putting his faith and his trust in me uh, not to bring down the reputation of the face radio four years later and and 101 shows later I'm still here so I must be doing something all right but if you've got any criticisms you've got any concerns then Brendan at the face radio 
thefaceradio.com. Or I should say production at thefaceradio.com. <laughs> Send it to them, not to me. Right, how you doing, Trevor Bridge? He joined us. He's in the chat room from France. How you doing, Trevor? Thank you for your company. Um, so gutted I'm not going to be seeing you in a couple of weeks' time up at the Mold May. I just can't do it that weekend. Uh, it's my uh, lovely wife's birthday that weekend. So we have other plans. I did try and suggest that we should do the Mold May as part of her birthday uh, celebrations, but um, you can imagine the response. <laughs> Tillis Burrow, how you doing? Armands, how you doing? Uh, and who else is on the chat room that might not be there? Uh, may not be, uh, there might be, uh, what, they, what do you call it, vibing quietly in the background. Yeah, so wherever you are around the world, thank you for joining me. And I have a very special guest coming up a little bit later, which I'll tell you about soon. Right. I've got a bottle of white wine open. Let's celebrate on my Jack Jones. Everybody's got to straighten out something sometimes. I don't care how old you are or how young you are, but I want you to think about the last time that you heard somebody say, let's straighten it out. And I'll bet it was a man that said it. Why? Because most of the time it's a man who makes it crooked in the first place. You see, men have a tendency to take women 
for granted. But I believe a woman feels things deeper than a man. And I believe that a woman loves stronger than a man. Sit yourself down and talk to me. Tell me what's on your mind Don't you keep on telling me everything's okay Cause if it was, you wouldn't be crying You've been tossing and turning in your sleep lately, babe Sitting around pouting all day long How in the hell do you expect me to understand When I don't even know, don't know what's wrong Yeah, let's straighten it out Oh babe, let's straighten it out Honey, let's straighten it out
beautiful song. Should be the song for world peace, I think. That's <laughs> a James. Let's straighten it out. That could be my headphone tune of the week already. But it's not. There's one coming up a bit later on. <laughs> we can have two, I suppose. Right, I've mentioned a couple of times already that I've uh, got to have a got a guest with me uh, this week. Uh, got together with the wonderful Abby Farrell um, uh, last week, and uh, we called we recorded a uh, little chat that we did together. And uh, Abby's got an up and coming gig gig uh, coming up this Thursday, which she's going to tell you all about uh, during our little chat. Uh, if you're not familiar with Abby, um, we should be if you're a regular listener to my show and you're a regular listener to a lot of the shows on the Face Radio. We do champion her and quite rightly so. She's a fantastic up and coming British soul singer. And I've played her music many, many times over the years. And um, this one, I wanted to play one from her tonight. Uh, this one is an absolute banger. Uh, if you're feeling sleepy and you're feeling chilled, this will wake you up.
Right, I'm delighted, so delighted to have this wonderful up-and-coming British soul singer on my show this week. Uh, I've been tracking her down uh, for a year or two now, and she's very, very kindly to, to come on the show and talk about herself and what she's doing and her influences and all that kind of stuff. And um, no relation, um, just a sheer coincidence we share the same surname. But welcome, Abby Farrell, to my show, to the Modern Soul Show. How are you doing? Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> Love to be here. What a time. Um, yes, fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. And I've been, I've been meaning to um, to ask you, this is true, this is for a while, to, to have this chat. Mm. And I've just never got around to it, to be honest with you. I'm not, um, people think I'm quite organised, but I'm not very organised, to be honest with you. Um, but I thought, you know what, it's my fourth year anniversary show here on the Face Radio, Modern Soul Show. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. They haven't found me out, or maybe they have, and they're just going with it, I don't know. But, um, and I just thought, how can I, how can I celebrate that? And I thought, well, yeah. you know what? we'll get Abby on. You know, she won't be doing anything. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> uh, but no, I do appreciate you coming on. And um, yeah, so I know lots of my listeners will be familiar with you because they'll be avid listeners and they listen to all my stuff, of course, all the time. But there will be people out there that perhaps may not be familiar with Abby Farrell, the up and coming British soul singer from mm. Oxfordshire. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, I'm going to go straight to the point. When did you realise that you had a singing voice? What age? Were, and where were you? Were you, you know, were you in the bathroom? Were you getting ready or something one evening when you were young? When did you realise that, oh, actually, I can do this? Yeah, so I think I was about seven or eight, thinking okay. back, which which seems ridiculous, being like, I was really small when I knew I could sing. But um, <laughs> I just remember, um, I mean, my mum was, she would play loads of, loads of music around the house like every every kind of genre pop soul rock all sorts she yeah would collect it all um and yeah. then my brother was really into like because my brother's 10 years older than me when I was a little girl he was sort of you know in his late teens really so he was collecting up like all the you know all the sort of like female pop stars of the early 2000s so I yeah. grew up with like Christina Aguilera like pink you know like big voices yeah um so I think I was about seven or eight and it was when I started to sort of steal his CD collection and when he started to, he learned to drive and he started to zoom me around and, you know, we'd have CDs on in the car and um, yeah, one, one of the albums he had was Christina Aguilera's album Stripped, which mm. is actually very, very soulful, very, very like soul R&B in a lot of places. And um, I started, yeah, I remember singing The Voice Within which is like one to this day, like one of my favorite songs. I remember singing that over and over again at home and thinking, knowing, like, I don't know what I thought. I can't tell you what I thought because it's like a long time ago now, but I yeah. just knew that, oh, you can carry a tune. And then, um, yeah, we'd do little things at school and then that gives you confidence and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And then I joined a, a soul band. So back in Oxfordshire where I grew up when I was 15, there was a, a soul band that would was sort of run by a music teacher that was all made up of, um at the time like I guess like the older teenagers of the school but it started to open out once people were moving on right and, um yeah really quickly had to learn all the Aretha Stevie big tunes and after that I think, <laughs> and just just got the bug really um so yeah probably like seven or eight I'd say but it wasn't until I was 15 that I started singing like live 
Wow. And how long did the um, the soul band stay together for? It is still going. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. My dad messaged me last week to say they had a concert. Um, what are they called? School. So it's just the, the Wheatley Park School soul band. I don't know anyone in it because I'm <laughs> ancient now in comparison. So it, did, so it changes every year with new pupils and all that kind of stuff. Okay, yeah, so right? once you're yeah. in, yeah. once you're in, you're you can. <clears throat> I don't know if this is how it still works, but once you auditioned, you could you could opt to stay in it until, until you wanted to or until you left. So I was in it from I think like year ten to when I left when I was eighteen. Um, and yeah, it was a. I mean, that was like my training really. Yeah, I wasn't studying. I had singing lessons, but I, you know, I wasn't studying music. Didn't have like a formal music education. Um, even down to the little things like you know knowing how to set up your mic and knowing how to check your levels and how yeah. to put your leads away properly so you don't get shouted at <laughs> um, yeah no it was, it was a really really fun time but yeah I, I believe it's still going oh that's fantastic I was in a, um, a, a band so I, I, I tell a lie I joined I entered a talent contest uh, at school uh, with a bunch of mates and neither of us none of us because there's about four of our five of us and we we're meant to be in a three-part band and we called ourselves junior jam after, oh. the, after the jam yeah oh, of, so instead of being three players which is you know to represent <laughs> the jam i think there was about five or six of us none of us could play an instrument one guy could sing and the rest of us were just standing there just strumming away i was hitting a drum with a couple of drumsticks not really knowing what i was doing I mean, it got nowhere fast. So that was my oh. that was my entrance and my very fast exit of becoming a you know a singer or being part of a band. <laughs> All about so, the feeling, though. You're obviously feeling it. Oh yeah, I had the crowd. I had the uh, you know the fourth year and fifth year students at my St Catherine's Middle School oh. <laughs> in Rains Park. Yeah, we'll jumping up and down. So did you did you enter any sort of talent shows or anything like that? I did when I was a bit later. Yeah. When I was a bit later, when it was a bit later. So I did a couple of talent shows like at school and then, um, yeah, a couple of like, I, I went off to uni then when I was 18 to un to the University of Birmingham and I studied history, but was like singing all the way through and did a couple of like, you know, silly little competitions up there that would give you a chance to practice what you were doing in front of an audience and yeah. a bit of support and, you know, but it, yeah, I mean, it didn't really amount to anything. They were sort of just nice experiences, I guess. And and, and in terms of people that you were listening to, hmm. um, were you were you building um, a good sort of solid base of a regular type of genre of, of artists? So were they traditional soul singers that you were listening to, or was it you know you mentioned Christina Aguilera? Was it anybody across the board that could that could throw out a, you know, a great song? <laughs> I've always. I've always loved soul music and I, you know, the music I make is very soul inspired. Like I would say there's still a sort of popular music element to it as well. Cause yeah. you know, um, just with the influences I've grown up with, but I was listening to all sorts. Um, yeah. I mean, when I I'm just trying to think, do you mean like when I was a teenager or like in those sort of early? Yeah. As you sort of form yeah. your sort of molding yourself into the person, the singer you are today. You I guess in, in terms of like old, yeah, so like um, older artists at the time, like would listen to a lot of Dusty Springfield and Aretha, mainly because I had to learn them for the band and then they sort of caught on. Um, yeah. Obviously, like I sort of grew up, you know, when I was a teenager when Amy Winehouse was 
like wild becoming wildly well early teenager when she was becoming wildly successful and you know yeah. she was kind of a huge influence um yeah Christina Aguilera gosh who else um but would you know would also collect like I was I was really madly into like indie music for a while as well because growing up in Oxford there were bands like Foles coming out of there yeah, yeah. um I was really into like the Cribs as well you know yeah. like really sort of just like high energy like guitar bands as well I can see you jumping up and down with a with a Bacardi oh, yeah. breeze in your hand and your DMs or whatever <laughs> not quite a Bacardi breeze yet, but because I, I think I was 30 my first gig at the O2 Academy in Oxford was the Cribs and I was 13 all right okay um, so I'll let you off yeah quite quite sort of you know diverse I guess but like but not yeah. really I, I would say actually a lot of the music I've listened to in my that I then discovered in my early 20s like well I guess all all through my 20s really I'm coming to the end of them now um that music has shaped me more I think because it I don't know like people like for example like I mean I'm mad about like Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks as as much as the soulful artists I love which is you know still Aretha and um you know still kind of some of the the greats and Diana Ross and Shaka Khan yeah. and Carol King so like I, I think I mean I was listening to um <clears throat> I think Shaka was probably the big like voice I discovered at uni I mean everyone knows who she is right but yeah when I was at uni I was sort of in a big band and we did a load of shako arrangements and I remember my boyfriend at the time put me down to sing in this big band concert without my knowledge because he knew that I would <laughs> say no because he knew I wouldn't be brave enough um and that kind of got me started on you know being hooked on on you know horn-led music and you know yeah real, I just love groove really yeah. so Shaka was like my big uni discovery I think and Rufus and sort of got into all that back catalogue and then my early 20s like as I was sort of, you know, 21, 22, first moving to London, I got into like, yeah, really into Stevie Nicks just because I think I was discovering myself a bit more and um, I love the way she sort of tells personal stories and I was thinking more about selfhood and stuff. And then Carol King came probably yeah. when I was 23, 24. Like my mum told me about Tapestry and just yeah. fell in love with that. And, you know, so there was there's also a sort of, classic singer songwriter influence in there um yeah and then I'm just trying to think and then people I've discovered in the last few years as well that I love um artists like Izzo Fitzroy, Kat Eaton, mm -hmm. uh, Lady Ray, mm -hmm. yeah. Ray um, yeah people who are making I don't know people I don't know just like stunning you know soulfully inspired music but that's also very current and that's also very true to the people that are making it and the times around them as well um, yeah yeah so, I think I yeah. think at the moment there is a wave of um contemporary sounding soulful sounding bands of singers out there you know, got Jaden um, in Bunda. You know, it's, it, yeah. his his voice is amazing, amazing, isn't he? And you know, even even to, you know people like Duran Jones, uh, these yeah. sacred souls, you know, um, black pumas, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all, you know, they've they've got the, they've got that old soulful sound, but with a modern, you know, modern yeah. vibe to it, haven't they? And it, and there seems to be a, 
like a wave of it and you know long may it continue it's fantastic absolutely love it great for me as a radio host because yeah you know i don't always want to play the old stuff time and time again you know so when there's new stuff coming through like you know from the likes of yourself and, and the bands and the artists that i've mentioned it's a breath of fresh air i do love it let's talk about your songwriting when did you start putting pen to paper and and you know writing your own tunes yeah really really good question probably yeah when i was about 14 i think okay. um, i would write poetry when i was a kid because my grandma um on the irish side was a she was i mean she wasn't like a professional poet but she she would she would uh, write ditties write or something like that <laughs> she would write ditties or something like that you know yeah like just little <laughs> musings about her family and she's got this beautiful poem about a butterfly and sort of how um you know it kind of wakes up like after the winter and just yeah just she was just she was really talented and um I think mm -hmm. so I started writing poetry so almost inspired by her really when I was quite young say like seven eight nine yeah. and then it was it wasn't really until then I started to, I was doing like GCSE music when I was like 13 14 and my friend who's one of my best mates now from school was a pianist and she taught me how to find basic chords so yeah. once once I found out like how chords related to each other and um you know again I hadn't had any training in sort of how to write songs or you know hadn't learned any musical instruments formally but I think because I'd been exposed to so much music growing up I just I knew I kind of it sounds really silly but I almost knew how a song should sound and melodically where it could go and what the that's a gift um, and you know and knowing what the predictable chord patterns were as well I could yeah. sort them out so once um once Gillian taught me how to pick out chords I was away and then um you know we'd get put together on little projects in music lessons and that later became you know going home and sort of putting melodies together and getting kind of melody ideas and stuff um mm. <clears throat> but then probably didn't yeah pr probably didn't start probably didn't start to treat it as something I should really take seriously and really nurture until I was probably about 24 25 um, okay. I still feel like I'm right at the start of my journey with it now anyway. Um, well, it's, you know, it's something every day about how I like to write and what works for me. Yeah, you're, you're constantly learning, aren't you, I suppose? Even, even you know, the the artists that are working you know, into their 70s, 60s, 70s, you know, they're, you know, they're constantly learning different different methods, I suppose, or different things to write about. And yeah. you know, they're the tried and, and trusted method, I'm sure. But I suppose different techniques... I don't know. Um, I'm not a songwriter. So <laughs> I mean, one question I do want to ask you, when you are writing a song, mm. what comes first? You know, are you writing the lyrics or are you writing the music? Or... It really varies because there's so many different ways I write a song. If it's just me by myself, I'll tend to, um, I'll tend to get like a little melody idea on a walk. So like, for example, my song, Nobody Else, I've yeah. got the string and vocals intro just pop into my head on a long walk when I was back at my mum's for a bit um, back in, I think it was 2021. Yeah. And um, from there, I just, I, I kind of got a vibe of where the chords should be, started writing the verse and it all came from, it's, I honestly can't tell you how it happened. It's just like, I got that first idea and then it, a light just came on and just, yeah, yeah. wrote that one pretty quickly. And it, it's not very complicated chords. So for that one was sort of a melody first. Um, but then songs I've written, 
songs that I've co-written with others, for example, so like I Will See You Through that I wrote with Nick Corbin. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he's now one of my really good mates. Like that was a musical idea that he'd had beforehand where he had a verse and a chorus and was like, can you have a go at finishing it? Or like, how would, how would you finish it? And so that was just a sort of melody. So oh. sometimes it can be just a melody thing. Um, I think it's it's rare that chords will come first. When I think when I was a teenager, they probably would come first because, yeah, because I because I was in that headspace of like learning from my friend. So she would yeah. play something nice and I'd be like, "Oh, I like that," and then I'd sort of go and play a simplified version of it later. Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, pro- probably melodies and statements. I'd say come to me first, and then okay. I go and I'm like, "Okay, roughly, where are we at with, like, where are we at?" Um, okay. But yeah, enjoy you know just writing sort of melodies to the musical bits that others have created as well excellent uh, you mentioned nick we'll talk about nick a bit later yeah. on and, and the big ac family um i asked you last week about giving me three songs that um i was gonna i'm gonna include in my show today uh, i'm gonna play two back to back um the first one um patrice russian not that familiar with the song i must admit uh, i was mm. tired of being alone um tell me a little bit about that Oh, I absolutely love it. Um, I have only really got listening to Patrice like in the last couple of years because my friend Carla, who's also an artist and singer and she's a, a keys player as well, fantastic keys player. She is obsessed with her. Um, okay. And I think it was back in September I put on the album that um, Tired of Being Alone is on. And it's it's the same one as like, you know, Forget Me Nots that everyone knows. And yeah. That, that for me has always been a feel-good song that I've just always heard on the radio. Yeah. But yeah, I'd have been alone. I, it just picked me in September. Like um, I was just in this mindset of like trying to explore as much new music, not mu- new music, but like music albums, classic albums that I like hadn't really delved into. Yeah. Um, and this song just like hit me with its groove. And I just, yeah, I love it. And I think it's still, you know, it's really of its time, but I think it would stand up today if, you know, like a modern yeah, definitely. If you could hear it, like, you know, a pop artist could do it now sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do it now. But, um, yeah, I just love it. It's just a lot of fun. <laughs> Are we going to hear Abby Farrell singing that perhaps one day? Uh, I don't know. Probably not, because it's more like, it's it's a better song to perform, I think, if you're an instrumentalist, because you can, okay. there's less singing, more like. Yeah, yeah, know, there is. Breaks and things. Yeah, okay. And the next song, the one after that, um, Last Night in the Pips, which I do know this one. Yeah. I feel a song in my heart. What's what's the relevance to that? I only discovered this again in September um, when oh, I, I, had, I had this, not to overshare, but I had this awful dating experience while I, where I <laughs> absolutely head over heels for someone. Um, and of course, they decided that like a month and a half was into it was a nice place to leave it there. Um, <laughs> And, um, Sorry. Like, <laughs> it just happens all the time, Brendan. And so I sort of I don't um, mean to laugh. Right. It'll it will help me write an album, it's fine. Um <laughs> I sort of I retreated into my house in immediate vicinity for about two weeks. Um and <laughs> I had got a cold as well, and it was just minging. And one day I I would like it was like the first time I'd left the house in like two days because I'd had this minging cold, went for one of my long walks and this this song um yeah I feel a song in my heart came on 
on like one of my radio playlists or shuffle or something and I was like and I just felt I'd been feeling so blank for a couple of weeks and I think since then it's just become one of those songs that if I do feel myself slipping a bit because like you know I do struggle with moods and stuff like Mm-hmm. as with a lot of artists it's a you know it's a roller coaster doing all this yourself but like indeed yeah if if there's any ever a day that I just feel a bit like oh um I'll put this on and it it just for me it just sums up that feeling of like like for me I know I know that I'm feeling good in myself if I can write and if I'm feeling creative and yeah. so that kind of phrase I feel a song in my heart again is like I don't know it just feels really hopeful and positive and you know what my definition of happy would be um good vibe song that was a long explanation but (laughs) it's all right (laughs) well let's play them we'll play them now back to back and uh we'll come back have a little, little chat afterwards
You're listening to Brendan Farrell's Modern Soul Show on The Face Radio. year anniversary here on the face radio and my modern soul show and i'm delighted to have with me still she hasn't left abby farrell how you doing abby you okay i'm good yeah still here i'm amazed cool. you're putting up with me i've been, <laughs> been um blabbering on that's okay um it, it's been lovely to to listen to you talk about your um you know where you first started with your music and all that kind of stuff and what you know and the journey so far and and you know but uh your methods of you know songwriting and putting songs together and all that kind of stuff really interesting i love love all that and you mentioned nick corbin earlier as well uh that he um co-written a song 
with you. Um, and, you know, you you and Nick, I've, read, I've, I've seen this in print uh, a number of times, but you and Nick had a chance meeting, didn't you, at, at a gig or somewhere uh, a few yeah. years ago. Just tell us a little bit more about that. How, how that came around. Came yeah, about. So, um, back in back in gosh when was it February 2020 um I completely by chance went to this jam night that a few of my friends were going to in I think it was yeah a grow in Hackney okay and it was I it was a miserable like cold night didn't really it's just before all Covid happened and I decided I'd go and Nick was there and he was playing some of his original songs and I hadn't heard hadn't really heard someone like at the time you know recently like playing soulfully inspired music that also had a real like current feel to it as well yeah so we we got chatting and I think that night I sung somebody else's guy like with the house band and we 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 got chatting and um you know it was just lovely to meet him really and heard a bit more about what he was doing and then yeah as sort of yeah as covid landed I then he was doing these lockdown and live sessions and I think he invited me to sing on one of those. Um, we sort of kept in touch and then he sent me the idea for I Will See You Through and we started writing that. And, um, you know, there was then the opportunity to uh, write, well, to write together, you know, a bit more and the opportunity to sort of collaborate with Big AC Records, which was amazing, I, you know, just being nurtured and just you know being scooped under um a wing. <laughs> a big wing. Um, yeah <laughs> and you know I learned so much e even just in sort of you know music we were sharing with each other and you know getting to know Sophie as well who's sort of you know the other yeah. half of the AC records um yeah you know and just striking up some lovely friendships and meeting you know Emma and Carmi through them yeah it, yeah that then led to the opportunity obviously to um release music and collaboration with them and to get them pressed onto vinyl and right. so did two two singles with them and you know that opened an awful lot of doors and just an awful lot of you know a much I, I guess it was the first time my audience started to open up a bit more um and yeah to just they're just brilliant brilliant yeah. mates as well yeah. so yeah super a super lovely um meeting that I think yeah changed a lot of things right Very place right time you know everything happens for yeah. a reason you know I'm a firm believer in that you know sliding doors and all that kind of the old cliches but they're very yeah. true you know exactly. um everything happens for a reason firm believer of that and you know the big AC records label it does seem like a big happy family uh, and a growing family as well um I did go to your last review you did before Christmas couldn't make that but the one last year I went to the 100 club you know so much fun uh, it just looked like it just felt like a party. It really did. It was you know, everyone's on stage having a great time. So you could feel the love for each other that the artists had and and the support. Totally. And you really could yeah. see that and feel that. And it was just you did, it was just a feel good factor um, vibe. You know, you look around the audience, everyone had a smile on their faces, uh, yeah. and yeah, it was great. And it's 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 going places. You know, um, so it's you know. It, I'm I'm sure it's going to take you onwards and upwards to you know to more success and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, now big up for that, absolutely. Now you've got um, a special gig coming up that you've put together oh. all yourself. Yeah. Uh, on the first of February, um, you're doing everything. <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> yeah. Answering the phone, 
typing out the invites and yeah <laughs> literally writing the theme tune sing the theme tune <laughs> got my housemate on merch another one on the door um <laughs> Brilliant. That's what you should do. Yeah, give oh, yeah. some favours and all that kind of stuff. So tell us about <laughs> that. Where is it? And you know, yes. till tickets available. And just tell anyone that's, you know, suddenly thinking, oh yeah, I can do this on Thursday. You know, how can they go about coming home and watching yeah. their play? So I'm putting a show on myself from scratch um, on Thursday, the first of February, so a week today, yeah. at Servant Jazz Quarters in Dalston, which is a lovely little um, intimate live music venue that's got about a seventy or eighty standing capacity. So it's lovely. enough to feel like a party, but also enough to feel like you know not so many to feel special and intimate sort of thing. Yeah. And I'm going to be joined by my seven-piece band, um, which is the sort of, you know, rhythm section and backing vocalists playing a lot of the tunes that everyone will know and love of mine, hopefully. Brilliant. Um, but also some brand new music as well, which I've sort of written over the course of the last year, um, a lot towards the end of last year and in the first few weeks of January, actually. Um, okay. So, yeah, so much of it is hot off the press. My drummer max who's a really talented arranger um is arranging a lot of it and it's going to feature i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What I think what's exciting about it for me is that it's going to feature, I mean, most of the songs, most of the new songs are written just solely by me and that have then been arranged, you know, just by my friend. So yeah, yeah. It's a really, I think it will be a really amazing night where, you know, even if you were to go along and didn't know anyone, you'll come out with a friend because it's just always such a, I don't know, I feel like my gigs are just always such a lovely environment and I'm always kind of, you know, introducing. Um, well, that's me. I could put my hand up to that because yeah. I always come along <laughs> to gigs on my own pretty much because they're during the week and they're the other side of the water because I'm South London, as you know. Yeah. And um, and my wife, Joe, says, I don't know, it's too cold and where have you too far. So quite often I will go over the river to, to North London or to these venues on my own. I'm not the one that goes in and, oh, hello, hello, I'm Billy No Mate standing there on my own. So, yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, I'm that person. But uh, I oh. never feel, I never feel, um, for want of a better word to use, uh, alone, uh, you know, when I'm yeah. in one of your gigs, because there's always somebody I'll bump into, you know, because there's... It's just, uh, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's just always such a lovely crowd. And so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're doing pretty well on tickets, but there's... I think we've got about 20 left and then it will be completely sold out. So, yeah, if anyone fancies it, it will be, yeah, Thursday, the 1st of February, um, Servant Jazz Quarters, Dalston, and tickets are available on my, well, through my social media channels, really. So probably, yeah, going on Instagram or Facebook is the 
uh, best place to find the ticket link so through Abby Farrell Music on Facebook and, and there'll be a link on there and all that kind of stuff that's it Pretty yeah, much, yeah. Okay, cool all right well I'm going to be there I've got a ticket so uh, there's about 20 left ladies and gentlemen yeah. so don't 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 miss out don't sleep on it as I said I've got to sell them all so I can pay the band so absolutely yeah <laughs> seven, piece, seven piece band won't come cheap yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I've seen the band I can vouch how for how good they are they oh, really are yeah okay. good and now the big happy family behind you and alongside yeah. you yeah Definitely. lovely lovely big community of, of folks yeah I feel really lucky fantastic right we're gonna we're gonna finish off with the third song that you gave me uh suggested to play and wasn't familiar this is i played this song earlier for the first time just so i i became familiar with it um what a beautiful song um i didn't know anything about the artist um mm -hmm. it's called the journey and it's by <laughs> h e r is that right that yeah. she doesn't call herself her she you say it calls... like her you say it oh, like her. Oh, okay big above because they had because when i looked at it, it had h full stop e full stop uh, and then an R, and um, and I thought, oh, maybe you don't say her; you just say H E R. I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah, it, I think it it stands for having everything revealed. So, like when oh, she, okay, for like R E M. <laughs> I think yeah. So she's okay. a she's an amazing um, artist, like multi instrumentalist producer. Uh, okay, from the US, and I think she released her first project. Like, I mean, years ago, literally like six or seven years ago or something um and the front cover she'd sort of covered her eyes so it was quite an anonymous thing and then slowly the kind of oh, okay. the, you know personality kind of came out but um yeah is to me she's just an incredible like contemporary I do artist, know her soul artist yeah, um I do. Did that really famous song um best part with Daniel Caesar and okay yeah just okay love her but yeah. this particular yeah. song um the journey so I think she released last year and it's written by it's, she writes an awful lot of her own stuff but that particular song is written by Diane Warren who's one mm -hmm. of my favorite songwriters who's written for a lot of the sort of big pop artists and who I get an awful lot of inspiration from particularly when I'm writing like ballads and stuff um right. so to me like I I don't know I, th I think I, I love soul music but if, if I can hear to me, it's like if I hear soul influences in a really current song, that really mm -hmm. excites me. And and this song just kind of does it for me. I just it it's just one of those songs that just makes my jaw drop and that just has that universal appeal and that can stop people in their tracks, but that yeah. also has really soulful stuff at its element, at, mm. at its you know soulful elements like at its core. So yeah, yeah big fan of this tune. I'd call it my headphone tune. Um, where songs that you you just have to listen through headphones because you that's when you just immerse yeah. yourself in the whole the whole vibe of it you know it's so, definitely it's one of those songs where like if it came on the radio and I was chatting to my mum over dinner or something I'd have to be like oh can we just like can we listen while yeah. I chat yeah. you know, you, like you can't you can't have a conversation over it you just gotta listen <laughs> yeah certain certain songs command that level of respect don't they I get that totally yeah. get that okay well, we're going to finish off with that th thank you very much Abby for for joining uh me on my fourth year anniversary Modern Soul you. show here on the Face Radio. I'm delighted to to have you on. Thank you very much. And um
big up, big support, a big luck, luck to you. Not that you need any of it for your, for your upcoming gig uh, on Thursday. Um, I'll be there in the crowd waving. And, um, <laughs> Thank and uh, you. that's all right. And uh, yeah, lots of love. And, uh, I'll see you soon. Thank Bye -bye. you. See you soon. Bye. All the times we thought you'd never make it through. Felt just like the world just turned its back on you. Didn't stop you. All the times you could have given in and given up. Times you didn't know if you were strong enough. Still you got through. Somehow it's all part of the plan. Journey.
Wow. That's H-E-R, her. Having everything revealed. It's called The Journey. Uh, three songs. Hope you enjoyed that interview, recorded interview that I had with, uh, with Abby Farrell um, back in the last week. Uh, I wanted to celebrate my four-year anniversary here on the Face Radio of our Modern Soul Show. And um, I think it was lovely, actually, um, having Abby on. Um, we've met a few times, got to know each other quite well. And um, she was, um, yes, when I asked her to, to join me uh, in a little Zoom call <laughs> that I recorded, she uh, she jumped at the, uh, jumped at the uh, opportunity. So thank you, Abby. Big love to you. See you on Thursday. Uh, three songs chosen by her. Uh, if you missed part of the show, Grant Smith, did just, he just joined the chat room, Adrian Grant, over there in um, New York. Uh, big up to... Um, uh, Martin Blot as well down there in Brisbane, who just joined the chat room as well. How you doing, fella? Um, if you missed the three, the three songs that Abby um, chose uh, for my show was Patrice Rushing, I Was Tired of Being Alone, and Gladys Knight and the Pips, I Feel a Song in My Heart, and then that one, Her, The Journey. And um, if you're based in the UK, if you're based near to London, and you can get along to, to see her on Thursday nights, uh, please do so. I think today she put an update on her socials. There's only about... Maybe less than 20. I think about 10 tickets left. And I'm going to be there as well. So you can come and join me and have a light ale with me in the crowd. Right, we're in the second hour now and we're going to liven it up big time.
Dad, give me some modern soul. They got to Phil Colby as well. How you doing, fella, up there in Norfolk? one of my all-time faves. Rick Perry, come on down. Love that. So this is my four-year anniversary Modern Soul show here on The Face Radio. So I've been diving back into my Modern Soul vaults over the last four years, last 101 shows, and... Looking at tracks that I haven't played, uh, I've only played once <laughs> during that time, and, and I think that one, I may have played that once or twice, uh, forgive me, but yeah, love that. So yeah, thank you for your company. We've got uh, a worldwide audience this week, we've got Australia, we've got New York, and we've got London and we had France as well, and um, we've got Bedford and we've got Norwich, and we had Margate, and and I'm sure, I mean, we've got Ox, and we've got, I was going to say Oxfordshire, I know Abby Farrell's listening in, but she's not in Oxfordshire, she's in um, North London somewhere. 
So if you missed the first part of my show, don't worry, be replayed tomorrow morning, uh, 9am, uh, 4am Eastern time, 9am here in the UK and Ireland on the Face Radio. So good for me because I'm, I'll be working from home and I will turn my computer on and at nine o'clock I can listen to myself. <laughs> and I will critique myself for the next uh, two hours. Uh, so yeah, so yeah. On the chat room, chat.thefaceradio.com. Phil Cobb was on there. How are you doing, Phil? Um, he asked, he, he, there I was, last Saturday night, I was DJing at the Bread and Roses in Clapham, southwest London. During my set, my my buttock started to vibrate because my phone is in my back, in my back pocket, uh, pocket. And I'm thinking, who is calling me whilst I'm DJing? Anybody knows me well enough will know I'm DJing Saturday night. And anyway, I get my phone out of my pocket, look at it. And I get a missed, not a, not just a phone call, a missed video call from Monsieur Philippe Colby, who was obviously a few light ales in and wanted to give me a call because he was DJing at the same time. So I said, "Sorry, mate, I'm DJing." Anyway, Phil, I hope your um, hope your show went well. Your your set went well. Mine went well as well, <laughs> too. So there you go. Thanks for that. <laughs> right. Um, we digress back to the show. Uh, back on the 19th of January, uh, just after my last show, we had the sad news that Marlena Shaw passed away. And I got contacted by Colin Lewis, who's a regular listener of mine up there in northern England, in Lancashire, Thornton, Cleveley, to be precise. He sent me an email to say, sad news about, uh, about Marlena Shaw. Can you play this song? And I must admit, I wasn't that familiar with the song. And I had to play it to myself first. I thought, yeah, it's a slowy, 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 slowy song by my by Marlena Shaw. But yeah, do you know what? I thought it will fit. So there you go. to you the joy I felt when I realized that I had found the perfect man for me, the man who could make me feel all the things I felt a woman should feel. I said, darling, I want to be the perfect woman for you. I got myself a three-year subscription to Essence magazine, read it from cover to cover. You know I wanted to be perfect for him. Blank is beautiful, just keep getting up Together we can make it It's gonna be alright Forget about what society says is or isn't Or what can or cannot be Keep getting up He quit his job Came home one day with 14 mirrors Some Afro sheen, some Afro clean Some Afro fluid, some Afro do it to it Gonna sit a bit of room and look at the black beautiful Check out the boy, mother's love, mother's love. I said, well, my darling, I, I hate to get in your business, you know what I mean? But, uh, I mean, what about a job? I mean, what about the gas and the electricity? And, and, well, not that I am equating a job with your manhood, you understand, but I mean, you did have a choice in this. He said, I got to get myself together. I'm tired of working for somebody else. I'm maybe uh, 
take out a small businessman's loan and open up a head shop. I said, but that's not bringing no money in. I mean, he, he said, you working, ain't you? Get off my back. I don't know. I, I, you see, I wasn't raised like that, y'all. I mean, I figure if I got to get up and, and go to work every day, then I, every able-bodied in the household is supposed to get up and go at least looking.
tune, isn't it? <laughs> well, look. What a lyric that is. Please don't suck my earlobes like that. you get a job by Thursday. <laughs> you promise. That's the wonderful Marlene yeah, Shaw, rest in peace. That's called Go Away Little Boy, love that. Requested by Colin Lewis, thank you Colin for that superb request. Don't be shy ladies and gentlemen, if you have requests for future shows, Brendan at thefaceradio.com. Get in touch. It's the Modern Soul Show with Brendan Farrell on The Face Radio. Played last Saturday at the Bread and Roses in Clapham, South London. Ecstasy, passion, and pain. Ask me. Love that. Good crowd there, shuffling their feet to that one. <laughs> the alcohol was well kicked in. Um, right, let's talk about my next show, uh, which is coming up on uh, da, 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 February, Tuesday, February the thirteenth. Two weeks today. Right, I've got a theme. 
Um, it's been a while since I've had a, a little theme going on, so I thought, you know what, I'll try and do that a bit more on a regular basis. Um, my next show's theme will be soul songs, mod songs, soul songs, uh, songs that are relevant to the genre of my show, you get the gist, um, that have street names in them, okay? So there's loads out there some obvious ones obviously uh, 101 street Bobby Womack for one for starters um, there's loads out there I've had a couple of requests a couple of suggestions already so think about that soul songs mod songs uh, songs that are relevant to my show with street names in them okay uh, so yeah print it out thefaceradio.com send me a text via the socials you know the drill uh, and let's get your requests in so I can start uh, nice and early so I can start compiling the show all right, so that's two weeks' time, Tuesday, the 13th of February. Right, back to the show. Oh, Grant Smith, straight off the block there, young man. Indeed. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I love it. Oh, Frankie. <laughs> there we go. Tell me where the money went Creditors won't even let us escape 
Yeah, another big tune. One that Phil Colby likes. Billy Paul, let the dollar circulate. Now, what I just mentioned there about uh, soulful song requests uh, for street names for the next show certainly woke up a few people. We've got Frankie M. Now on the chat room, Frankie M mentioned uh, straight off the bat, straight off the uh, yeah, off, off the bounce straight away was uh, Grant Smith over there in New York with um, Harlem River Drive by Bobby Humphrey. Yes, yeah, so yes, some of that uh, Grant Smith, exactly what we're looking for. So that's that's on the list as well. And then Frankie M came out. Frankie, I don't know where you are, um, but you mentioned Eamon Corner, uh, and I immediately before you then posted something later on, I, I immediately thought of the same corner in Tutin because I live about 20 minutes from Tutin myself and I know exactly where Eamon Corn, Corner is and I was going to mention Eamon Corner <laughs> live on air in response to your message there on the chat room but then you came back and said I used to live just off Eamon Corner in Tutin in the mid-2000s. <laughs> so there you go. I don't know where you live now, mate, but uh, if you're not far from there, you're not far from me. So there you go. Yeah, so yeah, so for my next show... Uh, Brendan at thefaceradio.com, please. I know you've, you've mentioned this on the on the chat room, okay, but please send me an email just so I've got them all there. It's easier to compile, all that kind of stuff. Uh, easier, you know, you know who it is. Uh, Brendan at thefaceradio.com. Brendan, not Brendan, Brendan, B-R-E-N-D-A-N. Brendan at thefaceradio.com. Right, uh, this is my fourth yeah, anniversary show, as you know. I keep going on about it uh, in the last 25 minutes as well. And I was going back through my modern soul vinyl vaults and uh, music vaults from the last four years and tracks that I played that I absolutely love but I haven't played since. This popped up a couple of weeks ago when I was looking and I thought, you know what? Um, uh, I'm going to get that. I never had it on vinyl. I just had it on download. So I bought it on vinyl and I played it last Saturday night at the Bread and Roses in Clapham and it went down a storm. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to play it. Now, you're going to love this. Martin Vlot, this is one for you, no. actually. I've been trying to get a truth fixed color mind. And, uh, oh, Frank is in New sometimes Jersey. your nightmare turns into your dreams. Never mind. <laughs> and that's the truth. Shame. 
Listening to Brendan Farrell's Modern Soul Show on the Face Radio.
Big Norton's old Joe Milbrick, she'll come running back. Give a shuffler. Before that, uh, like I said earlier, a track that I played on Saturday night at the Bread and Roses in Clapham, South London, uh, Jack Reddix and No Matter. And first time I'd ever played it out because I'd never had it on vinyl before until the last couple of weeks. And um, I didn't really know what kind of reception I'd get because it's when I bought it, it's kind of listed under a Northern Soul genre, but it's not Northern Soul. I know that. Um, and you'd be hard pushed to say it's modern soul, but it's certainly got a housey vibe to it. But um, uh, one that was well received anyway. By the end of the night, people had hands in the air, dancing to it, loving it. So yeah, Jack Radix, R-A-D-I-C-S. No matter. Right, one band that I've seen many, many times and got to meet a few times as well. Neil Jones, Neil Shewsby of the Stone Foundation. I know Phil Colby likes this band very, very much. They've just released dates for a UK tour. UK-wide tour uh, this year, so um, if you haven't seen them and you're in the UK, uh, yeah, please get along and see them because you will not be disappointed. And I thought, you know what, it's my fourth year anniversary show, I'm going to play a song from the Stone Foundation, which one do I like? I love this one, with Carlton Jamil Smith, which is a big fan, I'm a big fan of his as well. I love this, it's called Sign of the Future.
love that tune. Stone Foundation and Carlton Canal Smith. Cool Colby likes them. Stone Foundation playing, I think it's up on the waterfront in Norwich in October. He's offered me a beer. Soul Show with Brendan Farrell. I'm hopelessly in love. Love that. Haven't played it before my show. So I hope you enjoyed my tunes this week. Fourth year anniversary show here on the Modern Soul. Modern Soul show here on the Face Radio. <laughs> show number 101. Right, should fancy a bit of Northern. Get your talcum powder out.
Those of you based here in the UK and the southern parts, don't forget about the mild way out in the floor night, North London, coming up in a couple of weeks' time. After March the 16th at the Sutton Sound Lounge, South London, but out on the floor south. And as we speak, 88 tickets have been sold out of 130. So don't sleep on that, whatever you do. Come out here on the floor. Let's rock some more. Come out of here on the floor. Deb Edwards she came along to the Bread and Roses last Saturday and she asked me to play it last Saturday and by a miracle I had it <laughs> albeit on an LP yes, 
Edips came all the way up from Sittingbourne in Kent to clap himself London for the Bread and Roses Modern Soul Night. So good on you, Deb. Nice to meet you. And your sister. Come over her Two more in now before the end of the show. And don't forget, soulful songs with street names for the next show. Brendan at thefaceradio.com, send me an email. Come on, don't be shy. One more songs. Walking up the King's Road, Squire, for one. Rolling Water Street by the Jam. There you go.
Sharon Jones and the Duckings. Love that. And their version. Oh, I've just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. <laughs> so thank you for your comments. Thank you, Emma, over there in New Jersey. Thank you, Phil, up there in Alton Broad in Norfolk. Everybody else. And I play this song out. So as I mentioned, my next show is two weeks' time, Tuesday the 13th of February. That's 4pm Eastern, that's 9pm here in the UK and Ireland for two hours. And if you're a new regular, if you're a new regular, a new listener to my show, maybe two weeks. So big up to the Face Radio production crew, you know who you are for all your work behind the scenes. None of this will be possible without you guys. And if you're feeling generous, please help out the station. Put your hand in your pocket. Get on the faceradio.com website. Look at the merch. Buy some merch. Give us a donation. You'll see the links. And just a reminder, please send me your suggestions for mod, soulful songs with street names. Brandon at thefaceradio.com. Lots of love. Stay tuned in. After we've got James Gale Vision on. Martin Block down there in Brisbane with his Liquid Sunshine show that's live. And then we've got a replay of Ed 2000 and Dub Intervention. All that's left for me to say is thank you for your company. It's never taken, taken for granted. Lots of love. Stay safe. See you in two weeks. Tour.